war in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. The problem with your heating system? Call R.E. Coogan Heating today, 401 732 6562 24 hour emergency service gas boiler oil burner coogan heating 401 732 6562 they're helpful trustworthy reliable explore their services look for them on facebook and the website is recooganheating.com residential services as coogie says let us into your home don't fix it alone plumbing heating and cooling from winter to summer Trained technicians provide 100% service, one customer at a time. From service calls, maintenance agreements, installation, RE Coogan Heating, proud to help residential customers, and they pride themselves making customer service and satisfaction a top priority. Call them today. Now it's cold. It's going to remain cold. Call Coogan Heating today, 401-732-6562. It's Coogie. It's 24-hour emergency service. Hey, not long ago. Our hot water tank gave out. What did I do? Did I panic? Did I try to fix it? I called Coogan Heating, 401-732-6562. Look for them on Facebook, and then the website is recooganheating.com. Listening to the John DePietro Show. Folks, weekdays, we start at 11, we go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. This portion of the program brought to you by Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Make it a great day. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Stop in and see them. Everything baked fresh, delicious fresh calzones, sausage and pepper, wimpy skimpy, right off at Silver Spring Street next to AAA in Providence. The most delicious chocolate donuts, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. They're open Tuesday through Saturday, 7 in the morning until 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Everything baked fresh. Remember, free coffee. For police, military, first responders, Ron's Pastry Gourmet, and the, the most delicious fresh calzones. All right, I want to play Governor McKee at his press briefing. Let's pick it up. Q&A regarding the situation um, with the contract that the individual running for governor did not receive. This is uh, Governor McKee yesterday. Canada for governor. First of all, I learned when the media reported it, uh, whenever that might have been the first time the media reported it. I think that, that uh, the name, you know, the candidate's name was filtered around. He won't I, say I Ashley Kalis. I've never met her. So, but that's when. Uh, yeah, you know, campaign shouldn't be getting in the way in, in, in terms of policy, especially during a, a pandemic that we're in. So the answer is no. Uh, it's clearly from my point of view, because I didn't engage with that decision-making that 
that decision making on terms of testing and all the vaccinations uh, we've made out of the Department of Health. So, um, so they, you would have to kind of ask them about why they made the shift. It was, um, it was a friend of his uh, that and, got the new contract. Uh, other than that, I really can't but give you everything's an inside deal. There you um, go. Folks, there's always a connection with him. Everything's an inside know. deal. And by the way, are you a member of that country club? Yeah, I've been a member of uh, the, con- the golf course for many years. I do know the owners of the, of the company you're talking about. So they got the contract. Remember, they were engaged before oh, I got here in wow. the contract and the oh, work that's being done. So unreal. Any, any association uh, that uh, relative to what you know, you're inferring that potentially there was favoritism there, that was... Uh, that company was on board before I got into office. That's not true. That's not true. No, but, it, but it definitely in the loop, and, and uh, that was a decision that was made. Uh, and based on, I would imagine, uh, based on the another inside uh, deal, you know, the, the performance based on the on the uh, on the on the work that needed to be done. So, I'll, you know, those those decisions were made outside of our office uh, as. Um, Decisions have been made. No, in terms it wasn't. Of a number of those things. So I'm not aware of the of the background on that. Last one, and then we'll move on. Okay. It really just to follow up. You mentioned uh, performance. This is if Kathy Gregg of the Providence Journal. Any issue about the performance of doctors' test centers in Rhode Island? No. Well, then why did you say performance? Uh, Governor, there was a state police Perfect. shooting in Woonsocket last night. They don't wear body cameras. Last year, you he gave them bonuses to, to wear body cameras. The state with body cameras, that hasn't yet happened. Uh, can you say what's taking so long, and are you concerned about that? Or Brian Crandall of NBC10. Yeah, so I think that we've... Uh, he gave them a $3,000 bonus to wear the body camera. The current colonel and the new colonel. They had a shooting, and they, they weren't wearing body cameras. Do they have to give the 3000 back? legislation passed. We've been put, we put up the funding for it. We, I support uh, the, the, the program, uh, and I would have to get back to you in terms of what the timing issue is on that. Do you think it's a problem at all, though, that basically only two police departments in the state have body cameras at this point? And ha- that's been the situation. Providence and the state police. Well, we didn't mandate it, right? So it's, it's it, what we did was we funded it. So we, you know, we funded uh, the. So it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, community by community choice. I'd encourage it. I think that uh, based on you know where we've been over the last couple of years uh, relative to those issues in terms of policing, I think it protects not only the uh, the police, the police in terms of their the jobs they do, which is difficult, and then also is certainly a. a um, uh, a protection for the um, the citizens as well. And could, could you just uh, say why you're dropping out of the uh, RIPEC gubernatorial forum next week when all the other candidates are there? Yeah, so I, I think I've been very clear. Even Hardly. On announcement, uh, I was agreed asked twice. That. I'll, I'll engage in these these uh, debates and, 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 and uh, forums once everybody signs their name on the line that they're, they're running, and I'm going to have to do that as well. And so the campaign in that respect will begin when those when that paperwork is filed. Governor, what's your reaction to the following poll, poll numbers, uh, the morning consult poll that came out today? 
Yeah, he's down go. 18 we're, points. We're, you know, we're focused on the work that needs to be done and, and the, uh, you know, the budget that we want to get passed for the programs that we want to address in terms of housing, you know, $250 million there. The, uh, the fact of the matter is he dropped 18 points in this poll that came out. And listen, without question, that is that is problematic. As a result of that, um, Providence Journal today even has uh, in their headline amid polling numbers. And folks, if you check to Petro.com, I have the poll. Governor McKee, it's it's actually he has plummeted in the polls down to just 42 percent. Check to Petro.com. We um, we have it where he is. He's one point away from being the least popular governor in the state. And I go through the timeline, or I believe the factors that have, have led to that, because it certainly didn't happen overnight, but it's just been kind of a drip, drip, drip of various things that it, it's how that came out that way. And and <clears throat> there is a story, how did Republican candidate for Governor Ashley Hill win, the, win then lose her basically an $8 million contract with the state. And I want to give credit to the Providence Journal. They're still trying to get an answer for the whole thing. They can't get an answer for the whole thing, for uh, exactly with with what happened. Um, and then I, I'll give credit in, in the Providence Journal, McKee plunging in polls to skip planned debate. Governor McKee pulled out of a planned gubernatorial debate next week as a new online poll showed him his popularity has fallen dramatically since last year. He was supposed to participate this forum May 5th, but yesterday said he won't do any debates. The election ballot is set at the end of June. It's into July. Uh, he says he will. He skipped the first debate in February. Folks, this is without question. Listen, it's a problem. If you log on to Petro.com, you'll see exactly, I believe, the numbers of why it's a problem and, and, a, and a real problem uh for him and there's also a piece in the this morning the uh the boston globe this morning just how dramatic the fall is um <clears throat> compared to senator reed this is dan mcgowan a lot more popular than governor mckee senator reed has a u.s senator jack reed 54 percent approval rating in rhode island tying him for number 11 among his colleagues in the senate new poll his approval rating is six points higher than Senator Sheldon Whitehouse at 48% and far ahead of Governor McKee, who checked in at 42%. The increase in McKee's disapproval rating, he went from 25% to 40%, is the biggest among all governors running for re-election this fall. So um, also, as far as McKee has seen his approval rating, folks, listen to this, drop from 60% to 42%. Wow. Um, I, I'm going to come back to, you know, the, the question is, and, and he, he that, that's the, the question where he's asked about that. To me, that's like a set line. Again, folks, I had a conflict, so I, I would have liked to attend that. But you, you can see it. Uh, McKee plummets 17, 18 points, actually, in new poll, 18 points in new poll. And there's, there's also, how about the fact, folks, check to Petro.com. There's a, a candidate running for governor who wants a $35 minimum wage, $35 an hour minimum wage. Democrat, he has plummeted 17 points. It's actually 18 points. You know, it started last August with Tony Silva, his former chief of staff. 
Then last September was the first time we heard the words ILO contract. And then in November is when he went on the two-week vacation as COVID was returning. He was battling with Dr. Nicole Alexander-Scott, who's been getting $46,000 a month. And then finally, you know, she left, but not before she grabbed 140 k out the door. And then you learned, we learned the Providence teachers were all getting $3,000 bonuses. Then all the state workers start getting $3,000 bonuses. Then the judges are getting $3,000 bonuses. Uh, judges, lifetime appointments to the bench were given $3,000 as retention bonuses. And then he has just been spreading the money around. You have the super scam building. You have uh, prison guards making over $300,000 a year. And then to top it all off is, in fact, the FBI poll. So, uh, excuse me, FBI probe. FBI probe. So it is, um, I mean, I, I, I'm not. I, that's I think it has just led to that and in in everything seemingly just it, it it just seems to come down to uh just one inside deal after another with Governor McKee I don't know how else to describe it so and think of that it it is actually an 18 point drop folks this portion of the John DePietro show hey grilling season is here how's your grill why not get a new grill makes all the difference in the world yeah, I'll tell you who has a great selection. You can pop it and see them. And that is Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV, 47 Cedar Swamp Road, Route 5, Smithfield. Call them 401-949-7800. Tremendous selection on grills. They've been in business since 1963. And remember, you deal directly with the owner. They'll mat match or beat any package deal. And Saturday and Sundays are a buyer appointment. Look for them on Facebook. They have a very great web, a very good website, jsappliance.com. But what a great selection on grills, whether it's old traditional charcoal or maybe it's uh, propane or, you know, a gas grill or, or maybe it's electric. Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV. Stop it and see them. 47 Cedar Swamp Road, Route 5, Smithfield. I like you can just pull right right up to the front door. Now, I just want to play because of the shooting the other night. The uh, state police did give an extensive explanation on exactly with uh, what happened. I want to play. This is uh, Colonel Colonel Jim Manning. To provide information as to yesterday's officer-involved shooting in the city of Woonsocket, I want to note that the investigation is open and ongoing, and we're here to provide as much information as possible. These are the facts. Yesterday, April 27th, Wednesday, 2022, at 12.30 p.m., a woman came to the Lincoln Barracks and alleged that at 10.30 a.m., a man known to her as Russell Dufault, age 58, of Portsmouth, Rhode Island, assaulted and held her at gunpoint against her will in the driveway of her little Compton home. The suspect demanded $80,000 that he believed was stolen by a member of her family. The victim stated that Dufault forcibly removed her from her vehicle, pointed the gun at her, and threatened to kill her. After approximately 30 minutes, Dufault let the victim leave the scene. A court-authorized arrest warrant was issued for Dufault for felony assault and kidnapping. 
based on the indication of a firearm being used during the incident, and based on Dufault's criminal history, which included several counts of armed robbery in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. The warrant was turned over to the Rhode Island State Police Violent Fugitive Task Force. The Rhode Island State Police Violent Fugitive Task Force is comprised of 18 members from the Rhode Island State Police, the United States Marshal Service, and several municipal police departments. It is co-managed by the Rhode Island State Police and the United States Marshal Service. The Violent Fugitive Task Force is responsible for tracking and locating members, subjects, that are wanted on violent felony charges. Members of the Violent Fugitive Task Force track and investigate long-term fugitive matters and also handle a large quantity of parole violators, federal probation violators, ACI escapees, and requests from the Attorney General's office, as well as requests from municipal and federal law enforcement agencies. As you know, this is an active and ongoing investigation, and I can provide you with these details. Dufault was located in Woonsocket, sitting in his vehicle that was used in the earlier incident in Little Compton. Members of the Violent Fugitive Task Force approached Dufault's vehicle in an attempt to arrest him. The detectives and U.S. Marshal immediately identified themselves and gave several verbal commands but Dufault, for Dufault to stop and exit his vehicle. Dufault attempted to flee the scene, driving his vehicle directly at the officers, striking the United States Marshal, causing him to be thrown onto the hood of Dufault's vehicle. Dufault drove forward, striking the unmarked state police cruiser and pinning a Rhode Island State Police detective between the two vehicles. Two officers discharged their firearms and Dufault was fatally wounded. Life-saving measures were given by the officers following the incident. He was transported to Landmark Medical Center where he was pronounced dead. The Rhode Island Office of Attorney General Use of Force Response Protocol was immediately initiated. The investigation is being conducted by members of the Rhode Island State Police Detective Bureau in conjunction with the Rhode Island Attorney General, the United States Marshal Service, and the Woonsocket Police Department. We later learned that Dufault was a suspect in a bank robbery that occurred on Monday, April 25th, at the Navigant Credit Union located at 20 Dexter Street in Pawtucket. The two state police detectives involved in this incident are Detective Gregory DeMarco and Detective Theodore Gibbons. Both are tenured veterans of the Rhode Island State Police and are both assigned to the Violent Fugitive Task Force. We anticipate releasing additional details in the coming days. Does anyone have any questions? Folks, this is Colonel Jim Manny, Rhode Island State Police. One member of the Brown State Police fired, discharged his duty weapon, and the United States Marshal also discharged his weapon. 
Once again, this is an active and ongoing investigation, and we anticipate releasing more details on that in the next couple of days. Is Mr. DeMarco armed? Yeah, Mr. DeMarco is a state police detective, no, yes. I'm sorry, forgive me, twofold. Was he armed? A firearm was located on his person, yes. Did he discharge it? It's active and ongoing right now, so let's, let's, uh, I don't think he did. more information as it's uh, as we release in the next couple of days, but I'm not. April 25th. I'm not sure if you said this, but about what time did they approach the vehicle there in Woonsocket? Folks, this is from the shooting Wednesday night, Woonsocket. Major Payne, was that about 6.30 p.m.? 6.30 p.m. I thought it was 7.30. Twofold? Yes. <clears throat> yes. Capital D, small u, F-A-U-L. You know, whenever there's, um, now, I, I've learned also, and again, folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. I, um, th this portion of the program brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Stop in and see them. Uh, they're waiting for Rhode Island's number one garden center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown, right off of Route 4. Look for them on Facebook. The, um, I have learned that I believe he, he contacted and, and called someone and said where he was and that he was waiting. He claims claims that this woman, that if her or a family member, they stole $80,000 out of a safe of, I think, his girlfriend's house. And so it was, it was some, I don't, I don't know, you know, this disagreement over the money or whether or not the money was actually stolen. Uh, it, it's also, so I believe he called and said he was waiting there. And I think the person uh, that was li lived right around there of what why he was up in the area right there at the liquor store. But there's several things. His his uh, family, a family member posted something online saying that he had a drug problem. It's also interesting to me that so many times when we hear in the news of that there's a bank robbery those are that's normally people that are how can i say it um kind of at their wits end a little bit and they when, when sometimes not everybody but sometimes it's drug related and and they seem to be ready to go on a path that you know they're let they're not that concerned of how things are going to turn out put it that way all right much more ahead on the John DePietro Show. Propane Plus. For heating and cooling, call Propane Plus today in Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. In Rhode Island, Propane Plus number 401-885-4209. It's the Johnson family. It's Propane Plus, the leading full-service provider of propane to Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Not only can they install your tank, and schedule propane deliveries, but they can service your entire heating, cooling system, and install any propane or natural gas appliances. Locations in East Greenwich and also in Rehoboth. Remember, Propane Plus is energy for everyone. It's affordable, sustainable, equitable, good for the environment, and also now it's renewable. Online at propaneplus.com. Propane Plus, heating and cooling. In Massachusetts, call the Rehoboth office, 508 252-3359 in, in Rhode Island 
4209. You can depend on Propane Plus. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Well, there's no way to ignore it. Uh, as I wrote on the website, DePietro.com, Governor McKee has, Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee has, he has a problem. And that problem is, you know, how do you run for governor? And he can't right now. When I say he can't, what I mean is he doesn't want to sit down and do a full interview when, in fact, he has this problem that he he doesn't want to have to answer questions during during a debate. And it it really stems from this FBI probe. And I also it is unprecedented in recent memory that anyone has been elected that has been the subject of that they they could be indicted now it, it's not you know that's not to say he is going to be indicted but if, if you check to petro.com low poll numbers the the window is closing he is a low approval rating right now 42 percent. It, it's gonna get wait till the negative ads start and the fundraising is slowing down and you know and if you're a business person coming in from the outside do you really want to sit and discuss with someone you know, any element of business, you don't know, is the person wired? You, don't, you just don't want to fall under that umbrella that they find themselves in. But this interview, uh, this uh, remark yesterday at his briefing, I want to um, just play it again. Body cameras last year, you he starts off being asked about the body cameras, the but body cameras and I don't happened. know uh, can you say if the so Violent Fugitive Task Force, that'd be interesting. Them, I don't know if they could wear body cameras because they're yeah, so undercover. Would, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I would so I don't know how that would go. I'll try to find out. But listen, he's going to talk about, he says I want to be clear, but his office twice agreed to take part in this debate, and now they're canceling here it is well it's providence of the state police i don't know about undercover that's interesting undercover police the violent task force them wearing body cams i guess it'd be possible i'm not sure enough if that would blow their undercover nature um somebody could have a camera i would imagine with that of the 18 of them Here's where the question's going to be about him backing out of the debate. So low approval ratings, plummeting, actually. And here it is. Could you just say why you're dropping out of the RIPEC gubernatorial forum next week when all the other candidates are there? Next Thursday. Yeah, so I think I've been very clear, even on my announcement, uh, I was asked about that. I'll, I'll engage in these these uh, debates and and. and, and uh, forums once everybody signs their name on the line that they're, they're running and i'm gonna have to do that as well and so the campaign in that respect will begin when those when that paperwork is filed anita uh governor what's your reaction to the following poll, poll numbers uh the morning console 18.4 yeah, polls come and plummet. go we're you know we're focused on the work that needs to be done and and the uh you know the budget that we want to get passed for the programs that we want to you know he um First of all, Ken Block, who ran for governor, said, you know, he, he's not even he wasn't even elected governor. You think about that. This is someone who's f filling out the Ramundo term who's now won't take part in a gubernatorial. I mean, that's how bad it is. Think about that. 
Like it's he can't say, hey, listen, I won and was elected and I have a right not to participate in this type. You weren't even elected. And I'm not as I've been telling you, I I think he's got a very tough road. Uh, You also have a very unpopular president. You also you have a problem with the Democrat Party right now. The progressives are causing the the party a lot of problems but biden's causing the problem the the party a lot of problems and something to watch is what's happening at the border now you know as i've talked about president biden he wants to uh get rid of suspend title 42 which was what the trump administration put in which basically has stopped all these illegals from entering during the pandemic biden wants to get rid of that uh the democrat party it's there's a good piece of the Boston Globe. It's a wedge issue. A lot of Democrats are very concerned that at the end of, you know, the end of May, that all of these illegals are going to come flooding over the border. So I think you you also there's just a sour mood out there. And I think Governor McKee is not helped by that. He's not helped by all of these scandals. Every time you turn around, it's it seemingly is an inside deal. He just has been throwing money around left and right. He does. Um, he doesn't. He, he doesn't seem to have a lot of respect for taxpayer money. If he did, I think he'd be returning some of the money to the taxpayers. But that drop, I believe, is a culmination of that that he, he Biden is under 40 percent. And I think McKee's going to be right there with him. He's going to have a tough time um, trying to just make it through the primary. So now what they're basically saying is for May and June and now into the early part of July, He's not going to debate what Governor McKee has done, uh, maybe inadvertently, is now he's drawing more attention to the fact that he won't get on a debate stage. As I have discussed, as I have told you, and you can read it on the website, DePetro.com, he doesn't want it to be because he wasn't want, doesn't want to stand there on a stage and get pummeled about this FBI probe and some of these in, insider deals that all of this, it's hard to believe it's all happened just since last march when he he took office but that the 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 culmination of it is the fbi probe he could try to get around some of the other stuff as difficult as it is but with that looming as i've said in recent memory it it is unprecedented for someone to actually win an election while they are the subject of an fbi probe and they could be indicted and as much as people can dismiss all of that you know we were hearing i've 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 heard this before when operation plunderdome burst open uh, for two years, we heard that, May, you know, Mayor CNC didn't know these people. It was down the, down the line. People saying he wasn't going to be indicted. If he was indicted, people saying he's not going to go to trial. He did go to trial. They were saying there's no way he's going to be convicted. He was convicted. Then they were saying, yeah, but there's no way he's going to stay out on appeal. It's going to be kicked. There's no way he's going to jail. Then he did go to jail. Okay, but he's not going to stay in jail. Then he did stay in jail. I have... Uh, I've I've seen this movie before, as I like to say, and I I kind of know how it ends. And in the the thing about the FBI is they just peel away like an onion, and they they do not move, they move at a turtle's pace. So the fact is, here we are, you know, this weekend is the beginning of May, and so you know they they don't they don't care that that you have a sitting governor who's really wasn't elected fulfilling Gov- Gina Raimondo's term. And what is he going to say to, to the FBI? Can you guys move it along? I want to get cleared and vindicated before the primary. There's who's number one. There's no guarantee. He is going to be vindicated. And number two, I mean, you're talking about may, June, July, or four months. 
Early voting is going to start in, in, in August, four months away. An FBI probe completed in four months. Um, I, I, don't, I don't think so. It, it took the state police and the attorney general's office uh, basically 10 months to do the investigation of Bud Craddock for the, with the, the DMV. Um, you know, there was also a remark that people think that that's attributing to his low approval rating. I don't, I don't think that's what it is. I think it's what I, I laid out. Um, it's, it's, and it's also was giving the judges, the judges getting these bonuses. Governor McKee feels, I think his office, they have a false sense of when something really irks the public simply because i think they they feel you know okay it was a story for a couple days that it went away well that doesn't mean that people weren't upset about it and i i don't buy into the fact that it went away all right much more ahead on the john DePietro show j perry paving folks you can depend on j perry paving they provide high quality fair pricing exceptional service over 20 years experience specializing in commercial paving residential paving seal coating patios and much more call them today for a free quote 401-732-1730 j perry paving they are tremendous they also how about this once a month they provide a free paved driveway to a veteran and remember whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed call j perry paving for a free quote it makes a huge difference in your property in your home in your driveway or patio 401-732-1730 j perry paving 401-732-1730 you can also find them on facebook they're terrific hey get that driveway paved call and book an appointment now 401-732-1730 for j perry paving 